This is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Peter provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg. Hello and welcome back to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. My name is Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit, visit us online at the IVAG.com. And while at the website, click on the podcast page to check out past shows and to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions that you may have and we can set up a time to talk on the phone or even a face-to-face meeting. You know, we focus a lot on this show about preparing uh, your finances for retirement, but the truth is none of that really matters if you don't have your health when you're in retirement. So today I just want to kick around some ideas about making sure you stay healthy and making sure you stay happy in retirement so that we can ensure what you have saved um, for retirement you can actually put to good use. But before we get into that, I want to introduce my co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you today? Oh, Peter, I couldn't be better. I've had such a good week, took a little time off, and it's really good to be back, but it was great to take a few days off. I hadn't done that all year, so that was the first time this year, you know. With everything yeah. going on and working from the home studio uh, and just uh, with travel limited, ha- haven't really had a, a need or a possibility to take some time off, but uh, it felt good. How about you? How are you doing? Well, yeah, Tony, it's important to take that time off just for the for mental R&R, right? Um, but I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. Uh, you know, keeping plugging along. COVID stuff is, is at least here in New Hampshire, slowly subsiding or on the low side. So things are getting back a bit normal. Um, and it's summertime. How can you really complain about that? So so right. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you again for asking. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I think that, um, you know, I often get caught in that trap where I think of my retirement date as the finish line. I used to feel that way. But, you know, like you've said, it's really what happens after you reach retirement that really matters. And it's really a new beginning, not an ending. Um, You know, and depending on when you retire, it's possible you could spend 20, 30 years or more in retirement. And that's a lot of time to fill, isn't it? Yeah, twenty to thirty years is certainly a lot of time to fill, and and I think you're, you're, you're dead on, right? You, th- it's great to focus on getting yourself to retirement, but you should also have a robust plan for your life after you retire, right? Uh, because this is going to be almost like a, a third part of your life, and it's going to last several decades. And, and with the right strategy, you can enjoy a happy and rewarding retirement. That's the goal. So, so Tony, let's take a moment, right, and imagine that we've all reached this magical land of retirement, and, and so we. Can can discuss exactly what is retirement going to look like in, in the way you want it to look like. The first piece of advice that I would give to anyone is that you have to find an activity or activities that you enjoy, right? There's no shortage of activities out there that will keep you occupied um, and also keep your heart rate up because the key of this conversation is also making sure you stay healthy. What's the point, as I mentioned in the opening, of saving all this money and planning uh, an income plan, for example, 
when you're never going to use it because you're not you're going to be in ill health and you can't do what you want to do. So right. making sure some of those activities keep you active, whether it's it's taking long walks, jogging, swimming, bicycling, or even some of the more non-traditional stuff, as I call it, like exploring yoga or Tai Chi, because they're they are low impact, for example, but they still keep you both physically active, but also mentally active. Yeah, there you go. And and it, it is physical and mental. You're right. And it's so important. That's a big part of retirement planning. And I know you do retirement income planning, but you also talk to people about uh, having goals and uh, really uh, things to do in retirement. And, and it sounds like it doesn't matter what you do as long as it's something that maybe gets you out of the house and working up a bit of a sweat, right? Yeah. I mean, you have to find something. It, it, you have to find it's all about finding something that's going to keep you interested and that's going to keep you motivated because it, when, when it comes to staying active, finding the motivation to do that regularly is critical. Being active isn't just good, again, for your heart and your body, but it's also good for your mind. So, for example, uh, let's put this in a real life example. If you really want to travel in retirement, you have to be in pretty good shape to be able to do the traveling, right? You're going to be hauling around luggages and suitcases. If you're going to a, a city, you're going to be doing uh, maybe a walking tour. Um, you're going to have to have your mind active because of different languages, but you can't just uh, assume that you're going to leave uh, on one day and be ready to go. That takes some planning. So if you have activities that keep you active, both physically and mentally, that's really all preparation for, in this case, your love of traveling and retirement is keeping you prepped and ready to go for when that time for traveling occurs. Right. And I think that's a really good point. And traveling, a lot of people do want to travel in retirement, so it's important to understand that. And, you know, I've heard people say that it takes three weeks to make something become a habit. And I bet doing something at the same time every day can really help somebody make a certain physical activity a routine, like uh, exercise or something. Yeah, exactly. And scheduling your activity is a great tip, Tony. And as you suggested, a schedule uh, is going to keep you on track, but it's also going to build that habit. And once you're in the habit of doing um, whatever activity that you want to do, then it's just going to become second nature to you. Uh, And the goal is to build those healthy habits, whether it's exercising, whether it's eating right, whether it's keeping your mind active. Once those habits are established, then again, it's not going to take a lot of uh, uh, motivation. It's not going to take a lot of uh, energy in a sense to make you do them, you're just going to naturally want to do them. So it's important not only to think about what are you going to do, but also how are you going to build yourself up into doing uh, and getting yourself in the habit of doing these activities. Sure. And we're talking a lot about exercise here. I I think the last time I exercised, Peter, was during the (laughs) Carter administration. Uh, well, Tony, that's that's probably not a good thing. That's all I'll say on <laughs> I'm, that. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, kind of. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> but uh, speaking of uh, time, I've seen a lot of articles and news stories out there about how detrimental isolated time can be to an aging person's overall health. Uh, what do you have for us on that topic? 
Well, that's a, you know that's a great uh, and timely point, Tony, because even before we were dealing with COVID nineteen, right? Uh, study after study showed that being in isolation or isolating yourself or not interacting in a social manner was not healthy. But it's really become focused because of COVID nineteen, right? Because we've had to self isolate, um, and it has hit the I would say the fifty five plus community because they're at a higher risk for COVID nineteen. They have isolated more, and we're seeing that that isolation has been very detrimental um, in many ways. So so what I would say is, you know, if you're in an area where you can, where COVID-19 may not be uh, as prevalent or may not be as big concern and you can get out and participate in group activities, that you absolutely should do so, right? Because it's going to keep your mind active interacting with others. If you're in an area where, uh, let's say, cases are on the rise or, or things are, are not as let's say good as they are currently in New Hampshire, you still need to stay active, whether that means going for a walk with you and your partner or even a walk by yourself and you still say hello to your neighbors, but you keep yourself socially distanced and you wear a mask. Um, That's important. And even if you can't get out of the house, still use some sort of technology to connect with people. The key here is the social interaction, again, is going to be incredibly uh, healthy for both your physical body, but also your mental health Um, because the isolation will essentially like a a muscle when you don't use it 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 creates atrophy and and we don't want that to happen because then your retirement is going to suffer down the road right and and that's and that's so critical you need to really really pay attention that's good advice and let's face it uh you know exercising with other people not only helps with socializing it's usually just a lot more fun And, uh, you know, I've enjoyed the show so far, but we should probably uh, take a quick break. Uh, Why don't you let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you? Yes, certainly, Tony. So, you know, we're talking about health today and keeping yourself healthy for retirement. And as we alluded to at the beginning of the show, you know, once you retire, it could be another 20 or 30 years. That's how long retirement may last. You need to make sure you have the the financial savings, uh, the income plan that's going to be able to support you in the activities that you love to do for those next two or three decades. So if you're interested in starting to uh, put together a plan, explore how to position your savings in the right way that's going to last for your lifetime, uh, give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at the IVAG.com. From there, we can have an appointment either uh, uh, over the phone or in person and start those conversations again to make sure what you have saved is going to last you and that you have some sort of income plan that's going to support the activities that keep yourself uh, both physically and mentally healthy. Yeah, I think that's really good advice, Peter. And as a reminder to our listeners, this is the Ivy Retirement Podcast. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with Peter Laufenberg, our host. And Peter, uh, you're right. People should just pick up the phone and give you a call if they have any questions about our topic today or any other questions about finances or retirement planning. And it's been a great discussion so far. Uh, What's next? What do you have for us next? Well, Tony, I want to shift gears just slightly while also continuing to focus on what you can do to position yourself to have a happy retirement and and deal with health. There's good reason that we focus on a healthy retirement because one of the potential landmines in anyone's retirement plan is the possibility of significant and unexpected medical expenses. Well, yeah, and uh, that sounds like a good thing to spend some time on, but I must confess that the idea of significant and unexpected medical expenses is scary. Yeah, and that's understandable. And, you know, it doesn't have to be scary, though, Tony. You know, a recent article that I I read noted that 
a 65-year-old couple that retires in 2019 can expect to spend almost a quarter million dollars on health care and medical expenses during their retirement. And our listeners should be aware that that figure doesn't include the additional cost of long-term care. Services like adult daycare can cost almost $20,000 a year, while private room in a nursing home can come close to $100,000 a year. Yeah, even 120. I know some assisted yeah. living facilities are $10,000 a month. They can yeah. be up to that cost and depending it, on the services you need. So, I and and, and those costs grow much faster than inflation ever does. Oh, so, I yeah. mean, we're, we're quoting numbers here today and if we did this podcast in 6 months, those numbers would be even higher, Tony. Yeah, they go up every year uh, and yeah. they're going up all the time. Healthcare costs uh, don't uh, stay down there with the inflation rate. They just keep going up and up and up on exactly. their own uh, seemingly daily. But, uh, you know, and I, I guess a lot of retirees, even if they've diligently planned for retirement, probably don't fully appreciate the sheer enormity of long term care health costs. Uh, so, what kind of advice uh, do you have or did the article have there? Well, yeah, you're exactly. The, the enormity of those costs, it's quite staggering when you see the numbers or you hear the numbers. In fact, two-thirds of adults who are 65 or older think they'll need less than $100,000 in health care during their entire retirement. Now, remember, we're talking about retirement that lasts 20 or 30 years. The reality that uh, a man uh, alone, men will need somewhere in the range of $135,000 in care, and women will roughly need $150,000 in care. So that's where we come up with a, a couples looking at between two hundred fifty and $300,000 of, of health care, uh, essentially out of pocket, that they'll need over the course of their retirement. Wow. Okay. So mm-hmm. uh, obviously the, that is huge, but they there are solutions. You don't have to panic just yet. I know that you help a lot of your clients deal with this. And, you know, the, uh, again, people don't fully appreciate it. And these are stark numbers. And in, in addition to underplaying how much they'll need for long-term care costs, I think a lot of people tend to overplay just how much Medicare covers, right? I think that's a big misconception. <laughs> Yeah, I think a lot of people go into retirement and and go into the assumption they're going to be on Medicare and assume that it's going to be a catch-all and pay for everything. And the truth of the matter is it's important to remember that Medicare will only pay for some of your health care needs after you retire, but it's not going to cover all of them. For example, if you don't have a Part D prescription drug plan under uh, Medicare, Medicare is not going to cover any of your medications. Additionally, the original Medicare, which is uh, Part A and Part B, does not cover dental or vision care, um, though you can get that with a, a Medicare Advantage plan. And, and we talk about a lot of this stuff in, in a different podcast with Medicare. But the point part is to keep in mind, Medicare is not going to be a, a safe or a catch-all for everything when you're in retirement. There are a number of other costs related to health care that are just you're going to have to pay if you're not uh, planning appropriately. Right. So what options do people have beyond Medicare? There are two common ways people who haven't yet retired can create a safety net for for healthcare spending that they'll need when they retire. The first is what we call a health savings account or an HSA. These are usually available with a high deductible healthcare plans and they offer three big tax advantages, deductible contributions, tax deferred growth, and tax-free withdrawals for qualified medical expenses. Another way is long-term care insurance uh, 
that you can use in retirement. This kind of policy uh, will pay a monthly benefit to- towards long-term care uh, for a one to two or maybe even three-year period, which may help avoid spending down your assets um, later on. Okay. Yeah, we don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to have to spend down all your assets uh, and then be in trouble. Especially long-term care can do that to people. Uh, but right. what exactly can HSA funds be used for? Yeah, that's a great question, Tony. HSA funds can be used for certain medical premiums, including Medicare premiums and long-term care insurance premiums. If you're in your 50s, you should be aware that you can still maximize these plans by utilizing catch-up contributions, much like you can with an IRA. People who are 55 and older can make a catch-up contribution of $1,000 a year in addition to the maximum contribution limit. In 2020, the regular HSA contribution limit is uh, Three thousand five hundred and fifty for an individual and seventy one hundred dollars for a family. These limits apply to both employee and employer contributions. And if you're already enrolled in Medicare, you can no longer make any contributions to your HSA. Wow. Okay. And this is certainly a lot of information for our listeners today. But I think having a complete understanding of what your long-term care needs are is essential, right? Yeah, absolutely. And the bottom line is simply healthcare spending can quickly, you know, eat into the money that you save for for retirement and therefore eat into some of the the projects and and trips and whatever that you plan in retirement. If that money is going towards healthcare costs, it can't go to what you want to do um, for a happy retirement. So it's very important that uh, you create a plan or you have a plan that accounts not only for how you're going to create income, but how are you going to protect those uh, buckets of money that you've saved and, and doing so is making sure you've enrolled in Medicare the correct way, making sure that you, uh, if you can use HSAs, you do so. If you ha- can do long-term care, you do that as well because that all is a way to protect the core plan that you've created to have a, a happy and long retirement. Yeah. Yeah. And this has been another great episode, Peter, but we're out of time. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we go? No, Tony, I just want to, you know, recap and reiterate, right? The goal is to have a long and happy retirement. And to do that, you need to keep yourself active, both physically and mentally. Um, And you also need to keep in touch with people. Those are kind of the three pillars, uh, not being isolated, keeping your mind uh, active, keeping your body active, because uh, you want to be able to enjoy uh, your retirement as long as possible and be as healthy as long as possible into retirement. Yes, there are are backstops. There's Medicare. There's HSAs. There's uh, long-term care that will help uh, cover the costs, but the goal should be to use those um, vehicles uh, in a limited way or, or hold off using those as long as possible. And to do that is to keep healthy. So, um, that would be my advice to folks and, you know, making sure that you have a plan uh, that is going to produce the income that you need uh, over your retirement is key. Uh, and, and having a conversation with a financial advisor like myself uh, is the way to do that. So if you want to start that conversation, you can give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at theivag.com. Uh, and we'll start making sure, one, that we can create a plan that uh, that's going to produce the best uh, income for you to allow you to enjoy your retirement and also make sure that we protect those assets in the event that there is some sort of health um, issue that occurs during your retirement. All right. Well, thank you, Peter. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of the Ivy Retirement Podcast with our host, Peter Laufenberg. Thank you for listening to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. 
don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Peter Laufenberg at the Ivy League Advisory Group. Call 866-360-2724 or visit them online at theivyag.com. Investment advisory services offered through the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC. Tilton, New Hampshire, 866-360-2724. A registered investment advisor registered in the state of New Hampshire and Vermont. Peter Laufenberg and the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC, are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.